Hello, I'm Bright Moon, and welcome to Mental Health Matters, Finding the Missing Pieces. Today's podcast will focus on the effect of miscarriage on mental health. About 80% of miscarriages happen in the first trimester, and according to the March of Dimes, a miscarriage rate of only 1-5% to happens in the second trimester. The risk of miscarriage drops significantly as the pregnancy progresses. Most miscarriages occur between 6 and 8 weeks gestation. Most of them occur due to a major genetic abnormality in the fetus, although there are other factors which can cause a miscarriage, such as infection, exposure to torch diseases such as toxoplasmosis, rubella, cytomegalovirus, herpes simplex, and HIV, hormonal imbalances, improper implantation of a fertilized egg in the uterine lining, a female's age, uterine abnormalities, or an incompetent cervix, which means that the cervix begins to open too early in pregnancy. After such a loss, a woman may be flooded with so much emotion that she is unsure of exactly how to even label it herself. In some ways, the body may still react like it is pregnant while the mind is still processing the fact that it is not. This can lead to high levels of confusion and devastating sadness. My miscarriages throughout the years have always seemed to be very individualized. And although I had a few of them, they never seemed to get easier. Although any child loss is mentally, physically, and emotionally draining, for me, the most difficult ones were the ones that I had when I was actually looking forward to being pregnant and I was feeling good mentally and physically. Some people seem to believe that a woman has to be far along in her pregnancy, such as seeing an ultrasound or hearing a heartbeat in order to feel the true effects of a pregnancy loss. I can assure you this is the furthest thing from the truth. A loss at any stage in pregnancy is felt as just that, a loss. Many times the trauma of the loss may cause a woman to have intrusive thoughts, such as thinking that she should be coping better and that there is something wrong with her or that she has let people down. A woman may also experience nightmares after a miscarriage. She may begin to think negatively about herself, which can lead to low self-esteem and a sense of worthlessness. She may begin to think that she is responsible for the miscarriage in some way that can lead to a deep depression. A woman may begin to worry about whether she will ever conceive again and whether that will end in a miscarriage as well. She may become overly concerned with reading everything online about how to prevent a miscarriage, which leads to an overall feeling as if she doesn't have as much control in her life as she would like, which could possibly further feelings of depression. A woman may withdraw or feel physically isolated and unable to go out and see family and friends because it's too difficult to see pregnant women and children. I know for me, this has always been a huge issue. Unfortunately, 
This also means that a woman may be missing out on possible sources of comfort and support. For me, I had feelings like no one understood me no matter how many people I was around. I felt like a lot of people said or had the attitude that everything happens for a reason and that I should just focus on my other children. Let me just say, that statement is never okay. It invalidates the individual in their experience. When a woman is already experiencing mental health issues before a miscarriage, she may find that the loss adds extra strain and makes it harder to cope. She may feel terrified of going through another miscarriage, leading to heightened anxiety. This is the time where positive coping behaviors should be utilized. If a woman finds herself using negative coping skills, such as food restriction, self-harm, and drug and alcohol abuse, she should seek immediate help. A woman may find counseling helpful after a miscarriage. For me, I tried to deal with it alone because I continued to feel like I would be a burden on anyone I talked to about the loss or that they wouldn't take me seriously since I lost them all in the first trimester before even hearing a heartbeat. I do not really recommend going through it all alone as I did. For me, I still have feelings of regret and responsibility and maybe they would be lessened if I allowed myself the proper avenue to grieve correctly. Finding your way through the experience of pregnancy loss and recovering from mental health problems can be a long journey. You may never return to how your life was before the miscarriage, but you will slowly begin to find a new normal. Hopefully this will allow you to learn more about yourself and your strengths and vulnerabilities and help you build a set of coping mechanisms. Please be kind to yourself on that journey and talk to people you can trust. Take it one day at a time, sometimes one minute or second at a time. Allow yourself to have feelings of grief, anger, resentment, sadness, and wherever else you feel. They will not always be so strong, but they're your feelings and you deserve validation. Thank you for listening. I hope this episode has been helpful. And remember, together, we can all begin to break the stigma. Until next time, thank you. Blessings, love, peace, and prosperity.